It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 347. Um, but before we get started on this episode, we're going to talk about Packline and some stuff with a Teachups member. Uh, make sure you go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better time to join. This would, uh, what are we at? The, the end of April, May, June. Is, uh, let me just do the math. June, July. August, September, October, November. So six-month subscription right now would put you right up to the beginning of the season. If you're worried that you're not going to use it during the season, this would be the perfect time to get that six-month subscription. Um, so go over and check it out. Uh, it's got everything you need to become a better basketball coach. Also, go over and check out uh, Dr. Dish. <clears throat> Link is down below, also with teachhoops.com. Uh, go over and check them out. What a great machine. I mean, I took my son in today, and we worked it for about, geez, an hour and a half, and Boom, you know, the amount of, I mean, he's dead. Um, the amount of work he could get in, we were working on moving, dribble, moving and dribbling and shooting and all sorts of stuff that, uh, that they have in their thing. So check that out. Um, we're going to go talk to Seth now. Um, again, my bucket list is to get over to Great Britain at some point. So I'm hoping Seth or one of those guys can make that happen at some point. I'd love to come over there and speak, talk, and, and help other coaches. Um, but before we get to that, uh, we're going to talk about pack line. If you have any questions, I've got all sorts of handouts and things about some of the stuff that we're talking about. So if you email me at steve at teachhoops.com, steve at teachhoops.com, I'll send that right off to you. All right, let's head off. Happy Monday. Let's head off to the podcast. But yeah, I had, um, yeah, so a few more. So yeah. I've, been co- I've been coaching on the um, Great Britain uh, pathway for youth. Okay. So there's 10 regions across Great Britain. And great uh, basketball England set a schedule for the drills that we do, and then we we all follow the same program. It's there's like eight sessions a year, okay. And these kids are they're basically being scouted for to play for the country, okay. So, uh, you know, at a lower level, like these are 15, uh, 14 year old girls and boys, and 16 year olds. And there was a there's something we were doing recently, I wanted to get your opinion on, 
it was that they were very much um, moving away from the, the de denier defense. And they're, as, as a country, they're trying to move into the gap a bit more. So, more I guess, more Virginia, yeah, I guess more covering, up, covering up for a lack of skill or athleticism. Mm -hmm. So, you don't get into a denier when you're one pass away. You jump, you jump to the ball, you jump to the gap. Yep. Just wanted, wanted your thoughts on that. Uh, I love it. I mean, yeah. if, you want, if Tony, Tony Bennett, who's a Virginia coach, who's in the Final Four, it, it pack, it's pack, it, we, we, yeah, it's help side, it's pack line, it's right, okay. rot, it's rotational stuff. Um, I'm working on stuff, some stuff for T-Tubes actually on it right now because I'm going to do some of it next year. Um, I love it. I think it's, I mean, it makes up for, you know, I'm, you're Zion and I'm not Zion. I can stop you from getting the basket. Not all the time, but I can, I can help by gapping it and, you know, um, you know, it, yeah. And then the thing is, you're not giving, you're not necessarily giving open threes, you're gapping, but then you're running out on the three shooter. Yeah, uh, close out. Yeah. You're closing hard to get them off the line. And then if they come around, then you're gapping. It's the, it's the second and third rotations that make it hard. Um, kids will help on the question. first one. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, so they, they jump, we, we, we have them shouting even gap in one of the drills just to get it in their heads. But they're set, and then they're closing out short, or they're closing out long. And we're doing different drills. Yep. And so then my next two questions was one around closeouts. I wonder if you could give me any guidance on how you teach a long closeout versus a short closeout. And then my second question was how this is a harder question, but like the easiest way to teach like man rotation is there like I always struggle to to sort of yep. have the right formula for that to yeah, yeah yeah so okay so the first one is the high it, it's going to depend on the sh it's going to depend on the kid and the shooter um right. but as far as the high i mean i i'm not a one hand two hand close i'm more like you just got to get something up at that point because okay. all the studies i've seen it's like you know some people will do happy will do happy feet and close out with two some will close out with one and down some will close out with the hand that's closest to the, what they're shooting. You know, you can find – it's like how do you defend a ball screen? Well, some people will hedge. Some people will jump. Yeah. Just do something is my first, is my first rule. Um, okay. And because it's the math teacher, if you do close out, the percentage drops. Now, you know, there's a difference between how you're closing out and where you're closing out, whether you're, you know, closing out high or closing out low. Um, yeah. You know, I, I work on every variable that can do it, but it's like two minutes. You know, we're going to close out on okay. hand. We're going to close out two. You know, we're going to close out. So every variable, you know, that, that, that can happen, we'll, we don't have enough time to spend five minutes on this, ten minutes on that. We'll do two or three on each because in the heat of the battle, they're going to just go to one of them. And they're as long as they're yeah. closing out um, – that's the easiest. Now, as far as close, as far as teaching it, um, I like to do it in very small groups of three or four, three on three or four on four. Yeah. And then you know we work on the closeout, and then we we say we're going to push them weekend, but we're going to let them go. So then we work on the rotation of where is everybody coming. You know, I'll put guys in different spots. You know, we'll start on a wing, and I'll say you're going to go baseline, and we're going to let them go baseline. Well. So then where, where are the other guys? So then I situate the other guys in their side. Um, film is really good for showing this. Um, 
you know, if you're doing four on four, five on five, and you can stop them and say, hey, this is, we, this is where we didn't get to, you know, I call it freeze, and I have everybody freeze when we're yep. doing live stuff. All right, who got beat? Where should the rotation come from? And then eventually I'll show them tape of that. Um, okay. But I would do it in a, you know, you can do it. It's the part whole part thing. So you want to do it in small groups. You really can't do it two on two. You got to do it three on three or four on four. Okay. And then do it in small and then let them do it five on five and just let them play. And they'll get beat and the rotations won't be there. And then you stop them and explain and then go back and say, all right, here's what we're not doing. We're getting, we're getting that first help, but we're not getting the drop from the top down on that second rotation. It's the second and third that kill you. Everybody will stop the ball from getting dunked on, you know, or, yeah. or the basket. They won't do the, – the second drop or the third drop is where you get killed. Um, so, you, so, you can di- so you condition the drill so they allow they them to, they, they get beat. They get yep. beat on the closeout. Yep. They, so and they then, close out and then they go. And we're saying, you're going to let them go. I, normally, we would not – you don't want to let them go. But I said, you're going to close and then you're going to let them go. So you got beat. So what's going to happen? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? So you want to put them in a situation where they're actually at a disadvantage and getting beat. And are there simple principles for rotation? Like you go to the next nearest man or you drop. Yep. You drop. You, you got to drop to protect. So usually when you're getting beat, it's to the basket. <laughs> yeah. So you want to drop to protect, you know, the paint. And then yeah. – What's going to happen is he, the good players, if you watch the NCAA, good hey everybody, players. I hope you're enjoying this. Take 30 seconds right now. Hit pause. Stop running. And go down below. Subscribe and like. Leave a review. We would really love that. All right. Check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Let's head back to the podcast. Plays. Good players are going to get in there, and they're going to slow. The game just slows for them. So they get in there. They slow in the paint. And then they go, oh, crud. I don't have anything. And then they kick it out. Uh-huh. You know? Um, so then that's, that's the, even the harder rotation we've gotten, we've, we've stopped the drive. We've got the sink. So he can't dish it off to a low guy. Well, where's he going to go? He's going to go out. Well, now we're back into scramble mode. So then I teach them, this is why we don't want to get beat off the dribble. This is why we don't, <laughs> because, you know, we're scrambling at this point. Um, and you know, would you teach, uh, would you ever tell them to do like flybys? When you, is that just a last resort? You have to just the flyby yeah. for a shot. Yeah, like, I guess on the last second, you just got to go all out speed, and you can't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate flybys because you're not yeah. you're out of you're out of the play. I guess if it's a yeah. shot at the end of the buzzer, end of the half, yeah. end of the quarter, but you know, how often is a flyby going to be a foul? Too, it's like. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, they just coaches don't have hair because of flybys. To be honest with you. So you have long. So you're long. So you're. Is there a way you differentiate the short and long closeout? Is it just the distance before you start? Yes. Chopping your steps. Or? Yes. Yes, and it's also like, you know, if it's me versus Zaya, I mean, you got to look at foot speed. You know, how are you doing it? Yeah. Okay, and then could you um, can you draw? Are you able to do that thing where you draw um, those rotations on the screen? Um, like an, an example of yeah, someone on the wall. I think I can. I, I'm at school, so I don't. It, will, it won't. Oh, be don't pretty. worry. Don't worry. Yeah, it won't be pretty, but I can try. To, I can try to do it on this. Okay, so, so let's see. 
like a typical rotation if you're getting beat baseline or in the right wing. Yep. So he's here. He's here. So let's put um, let's put an offense up here. So he would he would be gapping. Yeah. Offensive player here. So we'll put the ball here. This is all right. So then he would be gap here. Put a guy here. He would be here. Maybe put a mid post like here. So let's say he let's say he gets let's say he gets around at this point. Yeah. So the problem is he's sealed. So hopefully he's kind of worked his way around. He's not going to yeah. be able to help at this point. So the so what you want to do is work on these rotations. Where is everybody going to go? Well, he's going to stop ball. So then yeah. he's got to sink. He's got to come down. So like I said, what's the good player going to do? The good player is going to get in here. He's going to jump stop. <laughs> and then he's going to go, oh, crud, this guy's 6'5". I'm not a 6'7". I can't do anything. And the guy that's here who's flashing maybe is going to be stopped. Well, where am I going to go? Well, if these guys are good offensive players, they're like this. So he's right. here. You know, what is he going to do? He's going to stop. He's going to pick. And then he's going to kick. Well, then, then this guy's going to have to recover back out to get a high hand. And you can – this is where you play with a piece of paper. Well, where are we getting beat? Are we getting beat here? Are we getting beat over here? Are we getting beat – you know – you watch the NCAAs, they were getting beat in the middle. Well, if they get beat in the middle, then the guy's got more, you know, he's got more angle spots inside to be able to attack. Right. So that's where you got to see your team and your opponent. It's like, where are they beating us? Um, okay. So, you know, some, we'll, we'll push baseline a lot. And sometimes we'll even play, you know, where we only keep them, we try to keep them on one side of the court. Um, it also depends. Sometimes I'll push middle. If I got a big, I'm pushing middle because I got a rim protector in here and I got more help. So it just depends on, on, the, um, on the screen. But I think what you want to do is play around with we're getting beat baseline. Where's, how's, you know, where would they set up rotation? If you went back and looked at some of your games, you could say, okay, here's what teams are doing. They're running five out. They're running four out, one in. Mm -hmm. Here's two drills that I can do where they're getting beat. And again, boom, boom, boom. Work on the rotations. Let them get beat. Um, try to try to correlate a couple things. You know, mm -hmm. closing out, getting beat, rotations, boxing out. Um, if there's one thing I've taken away from the NCAA's is um, you got to rebound. Like all these teams that are playing are rebounded, man. They're just yeah. you no, know, you know, they just you know. <laughs> I, I, that's my off season. It's like, how can I get my guys to be like these teams? They just all don't get it. It's like death, like to get that ball. Um, Texas, Texas Tech were pretty good on the offense. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah. Go to the glass hard. Um, so that's something we're going to work on in the off season about how we can take that next step to rebounding wise. Yeah, I guess because you, you you know you you give um you let off the other team when you don't go to the glass. Yeah, they don't have to box out; they can get away in transition. And, yeah. Right, and they can do that stuff. But I, I noticed with the NCAA that like trad traditional ball deny help is almost irrelevant. They stick so tight to their men. They do, and but that but the, but watch watch Virginia. I'm telling you, watch yeah. Virginia on Saturday. 
or Sunday morning for you. Watch them. Yeah. It's going to be like, whoo, you know, they, it, it comes and you're going, oh, crud, you know, all these. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> I'm at work. They're trying to save money. They're trying to save money. Lights go on. I don't move enough. You know? Lights out. Yeah. Box out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I noticed as well, they, they went from a zone to a man in the same possession quite a few times, a few teams. Yeah. I, I, I think they went after a few passes, the uh, commentator and analyst said they're switching to a man, or I noticed that. Yep. So uh, yeah. part of that change up, and you and I have talked about this, part of that change up is just to get teams out of rhythm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, boom, 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 they've hit us. We're going to change just to get us out of rhythm. Then we're going to go back, you know. Um, even if it's a different type of man, you know, maybe it's a push baseline man. Maybe it's a denial man. Maybe it's a back line man. You know, you can change man to man and still make it a little bit different and it freaks people out. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I, I'd, um... Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, again, what keeps the lights on is steetrees.com. So go over and check that out, please. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's a great community of like-minded coaches. Uh, second thing is subscribe and like. Make sure you spread the word on, on Coach Unplugged in High School Hoops. We, are, we really want to get the word out about this podcast. we got some great things coming and a little bit of teaser. We're going to have a uh, point-counterpoint later in the week on the high school shot clock. So you'll want to stay tuned. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.